0: Well, hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Pastor Spencer here again, back for season one of... <laughs> That's so weird to say, back for season one. <laughs> well, we're back, but it's a new season. It just happens to be season one. That is true. Uh, so I'm here with Pastor Mike Brewer. How we doing? Good, good, man. So, yeah, man, it's exciting. We, uh, we had a, a pretty cool... Uh, Time I th- I think it was fun shooting the first season. Uh, well, I guess season three technically at the end of two thousand nineteen, um, and now we are starting a new year. So with this new year, this is season one of twenty twenty, and for those of you that have zero idea what I'm talking about, basically our church, Calvary Lounge Church in Cincinnati, Ohio, runs uh, our kind of like our our small groups and sort of like the the discipleship of our year, we run in three different seasons. And uh, each season kind of has a different theme. Each season, you know, we're reading, you know, different books of the Bible as a whole church. And uh, so it's just kind of the way that we we do it here. And um, so anyways, again, that's kind of why we're saying this is season one of 2020. And we are actually as a whole church right now reading through the book of Matthew. And so um, as we read through the book we're going to uh discuss some different things here on this podcast specifically uh pastor mike writes a devotional uh each week that goes along with the reading that we're doing as a church which actually is just two chapters of Matthew per week we started the first week of January and i guess technically the second week of January the second monday of January and uh we're gonna go kind of all the way up to Easter, uh, just reading two chapters a week. So, uh, Mike is is gonna read for us this morning uh, the the devotional that he wrote for Matthew chapter one, and then we'll uh, we'll kind of discuss it a little bit and uh, go from there. This is kind of like the way I, I like to describe it. Last season, the first time that we recorded this podcast, th- these podcast episodes are gonna kind of be like discussions with the author, because Mike writes these these devotionals, and we're going to kind of just hear his thoughts as to what he was thinking and kind of where he got the inspiration for the the words that he wrote. So, Mike... It's kind of
1: strange to be described as an author. I don't know why. It was just weird.
0: Well, you kind of are, though. Okay. In a way, right? You got a blog yeah, yeah. where you write stuff. Yeah. Let's go ahead and shameless plug your blog. What's it called?
1: It's called part dot com,
0: and and a quick uh, a quick summary.
1: Yeah, that I started that. I was about a year into this latest weight loss journey. Yeah, which thank God was the successful version of my yeah. weight loss journey up to this point. And I started. I had lost about 140 pounds. Incredible. So I was writing about that. Now I've moved uh, the blog's kind of transitioned from just being about weight loss to being about. Um, spiritual changes the, hmm. the, kind of the, the inside out kind of change you need to make to have real life change yeah so that's kind of the direction that it's taken right now
0: cool so yeah you guys can follow that at losing is the best part dot com com cool losing is best part dot com clearly you're reading it a lot
1: because you know exactly how. To, how <laughs> yeah to i good. do I re- every week man i read every one good.
0: no yeah. actually in all honesty you post them like to facebook and and stuff when you submit them so i don't even I just kind of clicked the Facebook link. I don't even have to type in. That's
1: pretty easy. Yeah. yeah. So that's I only really right now. It, originally it was every week. Now I'm just doing it every other week. So, Oh. okay, cool. Yeah. So it's not a big burden on people who don't like to exercise their brain. And read. yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, cool. So anyways, you guys can check that out. Losing is the best part.com. Um, but for us as a church, we are blessed to have Mike on staff and he also writes again these devotionals every week. They go along with the reading plan that we're doing as a whole church. And uh, you can actually find those if you like what you've heard today and you want to download you know a hard copy of, of the devotional, you can find it at our website, Um There's like a, if you go through the tabs, there's a devotionals tab and you can get all the devotionals there. And uh, the reading plan, too, is there if you want to read along with us uh, as a church. So anyways, let's go ahead and dive into this this episode, this devotion uh, that Mike wrote. Again, we're going to have Mike read it. And then when he's done, we will uh, kind of go into some discussion, some kind of where he got the inspiration uh, from. So anyways, Mike, if you would read.
1: All right. Uh, I titled this devotional, All the Feels. Uh... <laughs> it's,
0: it's a great <laughs> title. It was kind of frustrating <laughs> to me. <laughs> At first, but uh, because it was like so, that's like so deep into our culture right now, all the feels. But then again, who are we trying to reach,
1: right? What and I tend to, uh, when I when I use some a modern saying, it's not because I'm I, I'm hip or know how to use it right. <laughs> I generally start saying something because I'm I find it ironic <laughs> and stupid that other people are saying it, so then I start saying it myself just because I'm I'm uh, kind of being sarcastic. And right. Then, then somehow it just sticks, and then everybody laughs at me.
0: See, I have a tendency to say, like, so my sister-in-law, she uses this phrase. And at first, I, I honestly believe she used it, le- like, legitimately. Like, I think she was trying to be cool, but it made me so mad. And so I called, I called her out on it every time. It was the phrase, uh, on fleek.
1: Yo, yeah, that thing I, is
0: on fleek. I never picked up on that it's one. like, no. why? Where did that even come from? What does fleek even mean?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I've never even heard. That. Usually they're normal I, words like said in a new way, and that one's just a whole new word. I know. Yeah.
0: So I will say, though, I do try sometimes, you know, I'll try and say, <laughs> I'll get caught up or I'll find myself saying a phrase like like either that I get mad that other people say and I'll use it, you know, legitimately. And then, uh, like I said something the other day, I don't even remember what it was, and my my friend goes, "You've never said that before in your life, have you?" I was like, "Wow, no," because <laughs> it just like came off really awkward. All right, anyways, dude, let's get yeah. into this discussion.
1: Okay, so uh, the, the the scripture reference was just a quick uh, blurb that's easy to overlook, and that's probably why I picked it. it it's Matthew one verse twenty four. It says, "When Jesus, or when Jesus, when Joseph woke up." He did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. So, and in the devotional reads like this. Says, in the book of Matthew, Jesus did a lot and said a lot. His words were ripe with instruction. It's interesting to me that Jesus often cares about people's desires, their needs, and their feelings, but sometimes he doesn't. When it comes to the Lord's instruction to Joseph, he might not have. Early in Matthew's account, we see that Joseph did not have a real interest a real interest in getting married or raising a child that wasn't his. He was at least willing to get out of the marriage quietly and seemingly respectfully. I can only assume that Joseph wanted to get married and raise his own family. However, his plan did not work out the way he intended. Joseph was instructed by an angel of the Lord to take Mary to be his wife. He was also told not to consummate the marriage until Mary gave birth. I can assure you that none of this was what Joseph had in mind when planning his wedding day. Despite his own feelings, he obeyed the Lord. I can only imagine how Joseph felt in that moment. I promise you he did not have all the feels. I'm sure that he didn't have a warm, fuzzy feeling about the situation when he was visited by an angel. I can tell you that despite his feelings and desires, he did what the Lord wanted. Joseph does not get a lot of publicity in the New Testament, but he does drop a big lesson on us. Jesus isn't going. Jesus, oh, tongue tied. Jesus isn't going to be concerned about how we feel, or if we are comfortable every time He asks something of us. He may be calling us to things that scare us or that make us very uncomfortable. We're often told to share our story and our faith, and that alone can take us out of our comfort zone. Sometimes God calls us to lead people to a deeper walk with the Lord. If we allow, if we follow God's lead and follow Him despite how we feel about it, we can open doors to a more fruitful spiritual life.
0: That's so good, dude. So initial thoughts, man, what what were the, uh, kind of what was some of the inspiration in, in writing what you did?
1: I just, uh, you know, I, I always think, man, Joseph just did what God told him to do, and I thought, right. he, uh, they, they just, there's such a quick moment in one chapter of a you know, a twenty eight chapter book, I think. And just says that he you know, he was gonna divorce her. The the angel of the Lord came and said, Nope. Right. You're gonna marry her. And I thought, how many dudes do you know <laughs> that are planning on getting married and then find out that their wife is pregnant right before he got to know his wife. Right. <laughs> And then was like, "Okay, I'll still marry you and raise this kid right i don't know, I don't know that I know any, yeah, that that kind of relationship generally doesn't work out, right, not to mention that Joseph just couldn't have been happy, like it yeah. can't be what he had in mind, right for you know getting even if this wasn't his first marriage, it's still not the ideal scenario to to find out your wife's pregnant right, and you know and or, well, they weren't married yet, but to find that out, and then you then you're going to marry him so Marry her, so I thought this guy did what I don't think most most guys would be willing to do, and yeah. he just obeyed God, realizing that that uh, he wasn't going to like it. Now, in in that moment, I thought, how often does Jesus, when Jesus is talking to people that have real need, ask them what they desire or what they want? Right. Generally, most of the time, he yeah. cares about what we desire, what we want. But in some cases, wow, not so much. Right, discomfort is is part of the plan. Right. So I just just thought, how many times do I think, uh, or how many times do I miss what God wants me to do because I don't like how it's going to work out? Yeah. Or I, or it doesn't go with what my plan is because it seems uncomfortable. I like I'm not going to like it. So that was that was my thought process going into that.
0: Right. That's so good. And then I mean, and then you kind of continue to follow uh you know even even Dad uh, Pastor Dave on Sunday talked about this as you continue to follow the journey even after Jesus was born, you know Joseph and Mary got married got married, you know Jesus was born, and then you know Herod immediately wanted to have Jesus killed right and so he he sent out this this uh decree for all these these young boys to be killed. Um, hoping that Jesus would be found and killed, and so God again comes to Joseph and says, "Dude, you gotta, you gotta move to Egypt. You gotta get out of here so that Jesus doesn't get killed." And and he just goes, and and then he at one point has to come back, and then you know, and we don't. What's interesting is we don't see much more of Joseph after this initial uh, introduction to you know, the angel coming, them getting married, Jesus' birth, them doing a few of these moves, us realizing or us hearing, reading that, that Joseph, you know, kind of raised, was a carpenter. And so Jesus probably, you know, was raised a little bit under that. And then Joseph kind of gets kicked off the scene. And so it's interesting to me that Joseph like solely portrays this character in scripture that followed and trusted God every step of the way when almost when his plans were almost always changed. And it's like, you're right. How many people struggle with, oh God, I want to follow you. I want to know your will. And then God reveals it to them and they're like, oh, that's not really what I was thinking. And then they have an issue with it. Sometimes don't follow it or maybe follow it with some uh reluctance but but like how often do we in, in our humanity struggle with follow like having our plans changed yet that was Joseph's <laughs> almost sole purpose <laughs> in scripture was to be a character who God consistently changed the plan um and and Joseph just willing well eventually you know, we read that he just kind of willingly followed, and that's a big deal. And I think you're totally right. Like, As we enter into this new year, and you even wrote this action. I don't want to go too fast through this, but you even wrote this action. You, Mike writes an action and a prayer at the end of each devotional for us to kind of contemplate, help us to contemplate what he wrote. And the action says, consider the things you feel God is directing you to. And uh, that's the first part of the action And so as we enter into this new year, this 2020, what do we, what are the things in our life that we feel God leading us to? And are we relying too heavily on our desire or our plan for the way we think something should happen? Or are we willing to let God lead even if his plans are way different than ours? Uh, I think that's, that's a a huge challenge that we're going to have to focus on
1: yeah and I and I when I think about my own struggles I like got that the reason why I wrote that consider the things God's directing you to it's easy for me to think that my stuff is big right right but my stuff isn't uh, is it marrying someone who's pregnant with somebody <laughs> right. else's child? my right. stuff isn't becoming a refugee right my stuff isn't someone trying to murder my baby right so Things can seem tough, and they may be. They are tough. Wow. But w- with a little perspective, it's easy to stop and say, you know what? I I, I didn't have what Joseph had. Yeah. I didn't have what Mary had. Yeah. Um, I think this is doable. Yeah. You know, it may be really uncomfortable. It may make me think that, you know, I'm not qualified or I'm not right for this or, or it right. should be somebody else. but. It's doable.
0: Right. And I love that word you keep using uncomfortable because I think you're right. You know, I think a a lot of people think sort of the the false advertisement for Christianity is that when you begin relationship with Jesus, when you begin relationship with God, your life just immediately gets better. And that's not at all the way that it plays out. And that's not because God is not a good God. That's just because he desires to like... walk with us through this life he wants to to partner with us help us through this life not just help us avoid you know the tough stuff because then we'll never grow we'll never learn but he wants to to walk with us through it so that we can grow and learn and uh but a lot of times you're right like that's an uncomfortable place to be and i think too we have to realize there are different moments in scripture in the new testament especially where where jesus was the one that led people into these uncomfortable places. Jesus was the one that that uh uh in in what Mark five when when Jesus called the disciples to get in a boat and go across the whatever, I forget the place that they were going across, but anyways, to go across and then this huge storm so the Ohio comes. Ohio River. The Ohio River, yeah. right. Jesus calls them to get in a boat and go across the Ohio River, right? <laughs> and this huge storm comes and they think they're all gonna die. But again, we have to remember that it was Jesus that told them to get in the boat, and he had to have known the storm was coming. And so, like, we have to recognize that even in these moments, whether God's changing plans or not, like, it's going to be uncomfortable. And uh, But for us as Christians to not allow the uncomfort to, or the discomfort to, uh, to deter us from continuing to follow God, but pressing harder into God's plan for us so that he can can do the work that he wants to do through us Um, And we see that with joseph. I mean, you know, we wouldn't we wouldn't have And maybe god would have done it another way, but The way that it was written and recorded we we wouldn't have had jesus uh, The story of jesus if joseph wasn't didn't play the part that he did But he did you know, he, he stepped up and he did what god called him to and uh, God used him uh, in the way that he did in, in a powerful way. And I just, I don't want to miss out, you know, for me personally, you know, I, I, I'm not somebody that is fearful of change. I actually enjoy change. Um, change doesn't bother me, Um, but I don't want to be somebody that misses out on how God wants to use me. You know what I mean? And because it's like, you know, God may be calling to do, calling me to do something, and if I just, for whatever reason, choose not to do it, he's just going to use somebody else. But I'm going to miss out on the opportunity. You know what I mean? That that he was calling me to, and, and I don't want to. I don't want to do that. Son, that's that's easier said than done. Uh, a lot of times, but, anyways, this was, I think, a a very powerful devotion. Um, any final thoughts before we kind of?
1: No, just that that action. Um I always, when I write the action, I, I write something deliberately for for people to mull over. Yeah, because it's usually something I'm mulling over. Yeah. Um, and the second half of that was, are you avoiding anything because of how you feel about it?
0: Right. Yeah. The full, just real quick before you continue. The full action point that he wrote at the end of this was consider the things that you feel God is directing you to, and are you avoiding any of them because of how you feel about it? So continue.
1: Yeah. So so I you know I that. I just take the time to examine myself. You know what am I avoiding because I don't like how yeah. uncomfortable it's going to make me? Cuz it doesn't give you all the feels. Right. I just want things to <laughs> to give me all the feels. I want a warm fuzzy feeling at the end of every day. Uh but no, that's that, that's not realistic. That doesn't it doesn't work that way. It wow. didn't work that way for the disciples. It didn't work that way for Paul. Heyo. Uh so I don't know why I would expect that to work that way for right. me. Yeah. So yeah, so that's it.
0: Wow. Well, cool dude. And then you finish with a prayer and the prayer says, thank God for how deep his love is for you and ask him to produce the change needed to take on the things that maybe you don't want to do. Uh, I think that's, that's an incredible prayer uh, because I think you're right. I think there are things again, as God changes the plans uh, for us, there are going to be things that pop up that are uncomfortable things that we don't want to do. Um, but continually, continually praying, you know that that God would encourage us to just follow Him. That the Holy Spirit would continue to just draw us back to the plans that that God has for us uh, is a big deal. So, Mike, would you pray us out, praying that prayer over us, and then uh, we'll conclude our our time today. Awesome.
1: Yeah. So, God, thank you so much for uh, just for you, for your Word and the the little things you put in there that pack a big lesson uh, I thank you for Joseph's example and I thank you for the lesson that he dropped on us so God today I just pray that uh, you you uh, you're there as we look inside ourselves to see what what we're avoiding that you're calling us to because we don't like how it makes us feel hmm. or because it produces fear or discomfort so I just pray that that as a church as Calvary Alliance Church, as we move forward that we, that we take an internal look instead of, and instead of turning away from the things that make us uncomfortable, we lean into them and uh, lean on you as we lean into them. So I pray this in Jesus name, God, and I thank you for, uh, for being who you are. Amen.
0: Amen. Well, thanks again, Mike, for the devotion, uh, powerful words. And for y'all that, that, uh, tuned in, listen to this today. Uh, we just thank you for being a part of this. We hope that you are blessed and encouraged by what you hear, maybe even challenged a little bit as we all try just try and clo- grow closer to God and, and what it looks like to, to be a follower of Jesus. So anyways, we, uh, we thank you for being here. We will be releasing uh, episodes um, in, starting in February. We'll be releasing episodes every week. Uh, but you'll get the next one before February. Uh, not, not next week, but the week after. And then, uh, we'll, uh, again, we'll be more consistent with that after that. So anyways, we thank you guys. Uh, you can find more information at org again for the devotions to download the devotions or the reading plan. If you want to r- read along with us, uh, we thank you for being with us today. See ya.